0: You're listening to Environmentally Speaking, a weekly podcast diving into legal matters surrounding the environment, public utilities, energy, zoning, and permitting laws in Rhode Island and the surrounding areas with your host, Marissa Desitel.
1: Hello, everybody. Welcome to this week's episode of Environmentally Speaking. Hi, everyone. I'm Marissa Desitel, an environmental attorney in Rhode Island. And I'm Clarice. I'm coming in with our questions, topics, and comments for discussion. And this week, Marissa, you have an interesting topic.
0: Well, let's back up for a second. There, we, um, in typical Marissa fashion, we had a completely different topic scheduled for today, and uh, I went and ruined it. So <laughs> we well, are. I was just now- not gonna. I was going to not tell the listeners and, no, like, and y'all a little bit. <laughs> Listen, I totally appreciate you not throwing me under the bus, but I, I need to take responsibility for my own actions. I, um, I, there was a scheduling snafu for me, and so it resulted in we had a third party that was coming on to speak with us today, and I, I ruined it. I mean, I, I racked the schedule, and now it's just you and me. But I'm okay with it only because there was an an issue that came up this week in the practice that is, I think, very interesting to Rhode Islanders and non environmentally friendly people all the same because the topic itself is um, cuddly. As some folks might know, we've got um, something called the Endangered Species Act in this country that is regulated by the federal government, but has implications for the states because the phrase is that fish don't recognize territorial boundaries. Under the Endangered Species Act, if a species is threatened or endangered, you know, they're not staying just in Rhode Island waters, they're moving all over the place. So the federal government oversees that particular statute. The species that I'm referring to is the endangered right whale r-i-g-h-t right do you know anything about the right whale
1: well it's not wrong oh <laughs> hey. nicely for that one dad jokes over here oh, no i yeah. i know nothing about the right whale tell me about it is it cute and adorable i i
0: mean i think so um it's endangered which means that it's it's The threat of it going extinct is higher than if it were just a a threatened species. There's certain nomenclature under the the Endangered Species Act that explains at what level a particular species is um, being considered by the federal government. And they they do that through uh, surveying, counting the number of the particular animal in a particular area and uh, tracking. So, in this case, the right whale is a threatened, excuse me, uh, endangered right whale is the the nomenclature for it. And that means it's a serious issue Mm -hmm. to the extent that in Rhode Island, the federal government is proposing that ferries and charter boats will have to move a lot slower in Rhode Island during the off season.
1: So, you know instantly thinking of the commuters the commuters and the trips to Block island yeah but it's not it's not about getting there it's about the journey right isn't that like part of the whole trip to block island and you're taking the day trip is to enjoy the boat ride well there's a bar yeah. on the ferry so i i would say yes but
0: i think some people would probably find this inconvenient if you're doing yeah. business on the island or coming from the island to do business on the mainland, you have to factor in additional time. But it's not the inconvenience that I find um, really interesting. It's more that you've got an endangered species that is at such a risk that you're we're actually gonna see a local impact. Mm-hmm. Not, it's just not like a pie in the sky concept. Like there are right whales in Rhode Island waters, and the federal government thinks that by slowing local vessel traffic, you could um, potentially
1: save, try to save the species. And specifically, are we thinking that this lower ferry speed and kind of reducing that speed limit for this route, is it so captains can hopefully course-correct around the whale, or they've got more time to look out for them or is it that the right whale
0: with the slower vessel speed can course correct itself
1: oh okay more yeah. time to to move away that's another good point so, so
0: specifically it's the National Oceanic and Atmospheric Administration also known as NOAA they are proposing to um, restrict existing nautical speed limits to 10 knots per hour for all vessels greater than 35 feet in length if the new rule is approved because right now it's just proposed if the if the rule is um approved it would go into effect between november 1st and may 30th every year and would apply to all vessels sailing along the atlantic seaboard from massachusetts to north carolina this includes all of rhode island sound and block island sound so it's not you know rhode island is just a piece of the The bigger proposed rule. Mm -hmm.
1: And like you said, it is in the off season. Um, I would be interested to see after if this new rule gets approved and gets put into action, I'd be interested to see how the right wheels numbers are affected next season to see if there is any, hopefully at least not a decline.
0: Well, yeah. And it's, it's what we were just talking about, about, why you'd want vessels to slow down is because of vessel strikes. I mean we know that for sure, that it's like a a deer on the highway getting hit by a car. Mm-hmm. But imagine the deer are almost an extinct species.
1: Oof. Yeah. And and several tons. So and several tons. Yes. One, yes. you don't one, you don't want to hit it for your own sake. And two you don't want to be the person to hit the last year on earth
0: but <laughs> true um i know that i remember hearing i think it was last year yeah it was last year that a right whale had washed up on shore somewhere yes and it was a big
1: deal and i think, yeah it was in little compton was on it? south shore yep mm-hmm. we did an episode on it oh that's right yeah. so Where i accidentally me. wished the whale well and it was beached that lives in my head rent-free, guys. <laughs> um, well, so four right whales have
0: died since 2017 as a result of vessel collisions. And they're, they're almost extinct. Do we think it's odd that the species is almost extinct and now the federal government is asking or telling vessels to slow down? And do we think I, these
1: vessels are going to slow down? If I wasn't so invested in this podcast and I, I didn't, and I wasn't a listener. Um, I would say, yeah, that's odd, but knowing that we oftentimes have bad news to share and the message is very often a little too late. No, no, I'm not shocked at all. Yeah. Um, I hope, I hope fairies slow down. Um, but Private how boats, do you, I'm not sure. Yeah. How, Where, and how do you enforce this? I'm wondering if there's going to be specifically for thinking of like the larger commercial ferries, and in that sense, I wonder if that's something that's going to be monitored a lot, clo- a lot closer since there is a strict schedule for that. But, I mean, if you've got just somebody's random boat, I don't know how you're going to be able to test that or or ensure that everybody's following the rules. Well, yeah, and the
0: vessel has to be at least 35 feet in length. Mm-hmm. so that certainly covers some recreational boating mm-hmm. um, and definitely charters mm-hmm. charter boats are used for recreational fishing so if you've got a, a charter that only lasts for let's say four or five hours i don't know i'm making that up and it has a plan to go fish in a certain area they now have to factor in a slower travel Arrival. speed. To yeah get there fishing fishers to the location and back within that chunk of time. So it's yeah, less I'd time like, fishing.
1: I'd like to see that if this rule gets adopted, kind of looking into what are the what are the, the regulations attached to it? What's mm-hmm. the insur- insurance in there? Is there going to be a fine? Is there going to be monitoring? Is this rule going to be silent about those two things? I'm always curious about enforcement. Yeah. It's one thing to, to put a
0: a law into effect and make certain things illegal and then how do you how do you go about how do you enforcing check enforcing that yeah how do you check is there is yeah. there a, a guy out there on a coast guard vessel with a with a speed gun like i don't know how does that work i don't know i always any coast guard people out there that could weigh in on this that would be great yeah <laughs> let us
1: know do you sit at the do you sit at the the bow with just like a speed radar and and check um, that be and then fun do day, you, though. Do you chase the vessel down and issue it a speeding ticket? Oh, please write in. If anybody works in the Coast Guard, please write in. I need or, to know. Or
0: DEM. I mean, they're local enforcement oh. officers as well. That's true. I don't know how that works. As of 2021, there are only 350 right whales left in the entire world.
1: Oh, it's not a lot. That's not a lot. Oh, that's sad. Um, yeah. Um, and for folks who have not seen a picture of a white uh, right whale, I just Googled one.
0: A oh, um, whale. A white
1: whale. Uh, <laughs> white whale. Think very much. It's exactly what you think of when you think of a big gray whale. It's got that big kind of swooped mouth. So it almost comes down into a U. Um, it's got those bristles in the front that you all think of. If anybody has seen Finding Nemo, that whale with the bristly teeth, it's mm. that um they do look very sweet so it's it's a shame we won't be looking at them much longer well maybe we will maybe we will maybe we can step in
0: and be good stewards of this natural resource Mm -hmm. a lot of the um besides boating collisions a lot of the other cause of death for right whales is uh entanglement in old fishing line Or uh, commercial fishing infrastructure that is abandoned. And that's a real problem, too. I mean, you've got not just whales, but all kinds of sea life that gets entangled in Mm -hmm. in wire and rope and whatever is (laughs) abandoned out there. Yeah. So, how do you go
1: about addressing that issue? That's going to take a lot of cleanup, a lot of cleanup. Well, that was a bummer. Thank you. (laughs) Somebody out there is going to request Uh, something happy. Um, If you do have any happy topics, I'm now only accepting happy topics. (laughs) I won't have anything to say. (laughs) Please reach out to us at help at desatel ESQ. You can hit us up on our social media desatel esq or desatel law on instagram we have a twitter we're on youtube um we are on youtube you mentioned that that one of our
0: episodes popped up on your YouTube feed the other day
1: it did i was yeah we were my husband and i were sitting down we wanted to watch a video and next thing you know both of our faces you and i were just across our tv (laughs) screen and it was so jarring. It's like, yeah. I'm not supposed to be on this medium, but we are.
0: <laughs> so you can check us out there on YouTube. Yeah. Is that part of the, uh, what is that
1: algorithm, logarithm? I guess. people talk about. Uh, but I didn't expect myself to pop up in my own algorithm. That feels very narcissistic. Does your TV listen to you? Do you have one of those smart TVs? Uh, no. I Maybe my phone does, though. My phone oh, definitely yeah. does. Absolutely. So... My phone and my TV are talking. Well, on that note, guys, hopefully your phone and TV are telling you to go check us out. Have a good Thanks. one. <laughs> Thanks, Clarice.
0: <laughs> Thank you for listening to this episode of Environmentally Speaking. If you're in need of an environmental attorney, we are here to help. Call us at 401-477-0023 or visit our website at www.desatellaw.com. That's www. Dot D E S A U T E L L A W dot com